0: Welcome to this podcast on the Dean Forest Railway. Situated in the Forest of Dean, it is known as the Friendly Forest Line. We drove to Norchard, just outside Lydney, where there is good parking and it's the main base for the railway. Our plan? To catch the first train of the day. The line runs for four and a half miles between Lydney Junction and Park End, passing through beautiful woodland and countryside. The line reflects the relaxing pace of a country branch line in the early 20th century. The line covers part of the route of the Severn and Wye Railway, originally a tramway established in 1810 to transport minerals to the River Severn. The Severn and Wye eventually extended to Lidbrook, Cinderford and Colford. In 1872 passenger traffic was authorised and by 1875, stations were ready at Lydney Junction, Lydney Town, Whitecroft, Park End, Speech House Road, Drybrook Road, and Upper Lidbrook. Stations at Lower Lidbrook and Lidbrook Junction also opened. Lidbrook Junction allowed a connection to the Ross and Monmouth Railway, and this enabled the transport of iron ore to the ironworks at Abu Vale and Dowley in Wales. After a delay in passing the required inspection, passenger services started on the 23rd of September 1875, with two trains a day on the route between Lydney and Lidbrook. By 1879, the service had reduced to one train a day. A number of factors led to an increase in the amount of minerals transported from the Forest of Dean. A bridge carrying a single track line was completed in 1879 and crossed the River Severn between Lydney and Sharpness, where there were better dock facilities than at Lydney Harbour. Having run into financial difficulties in 1893, the railways in the area were jointly bought out by the Great Western and the Midland Railways in July 1894. Passenger services north of Lydney Town were discontinued on 6 July 1929, Although Lower Lidbrook had already closed in 1903. Passenger services continued to the south with schoolchildren using the route across the Severn Bridge to get to and from school. The services continued south of Lydney Town until the night of the 25th of October 1960. That night, two tanker barges collided in thick fog and got caught in the strong sideways current and smashed into one of the bridge's pillars. As part of the bridge collapsed, it hit the barges and the one carrying petrol caught fire and exploded. The other barge, carrying oil, also caught fire and burnt for some hours. Sadly, five people died in the accident. Local people supported plans to repair the bridge as the school children now had to make a 40-mile detour via Gloucester to get to school. The accident had caused significant damage to Pier 16. There were further accidents causing damage to Pier 20 before planned repair work could start. The increased costs from this additional damage meant that the bridge never reopened and demolition work began in August 1967. Our locomotive today was built in 1928 and is called a Prairie Tank. These locomotives were designed by George Churchward and first introduced in 1904. The engines were developed over the years, first by Churchward and then by his successor, Charles Collett. Our locomotive, number 5541, was built at the Great Western Works in Swindon. And after being based at sheds in Bath and South Wales, and finally was allocated to the Lehrer Shed in Plymouth in 1960. 5541 was withdrawn in 1962 and moved to Wooden Brothers for scrapping. In 1972 5541 was moved again by rail to the Dean Forest Railway and was steaming by 1975. The current boiler ticket on 5541 is valid until 2023. It is a beautiful but very cold day here at Norchard on the Dean Forest Railway. Quite a heavy frost overnight and quite a breeze, but then it is the end of October. But the sun is shining, it's dry, what more could you ever ask for? Steam service for Whitecroft and Parkhead. I'm stood on Platform 3, which is referred to as the high-level platform, and is quite a height above the normal platforms for this station. the train's still quite cold because the steam heating hasn't come through we are on the first service of the day making our way slowly through the beautiful countryside here in the forest of dean just had my ticket clipped by the ticket inspector. There are probably about 30 people on this first train of the day. I would imagine that as the day progresses, the trains will get much busier. <laughs> Not very good, is it? Oh, oh, no, i missed it. you go? Oh, I just <more> said <rescue. laughs> <laughs> at Park End station, which is the end of the line. Park End would appear to be a very small place. The locomotive has to be uncoupled and run round to the other end of the train. It's also going to be taking water here. Locomotors now take taking on water before reattaching to the train so that it can take us down to Lydley. We're got to get Stockton to send you some of that special never-bend hose, don't you? <laughs> we know? Right, yeah. All the way? Or all the way, all the way, yeah. Is that the never hose at all on, on that second tower? sourced alcoholic beverages. This is situated towards the centre of the train. It sounds as though some of our fellow passengers are going to go to the shops when we reach Lydney. From the items on their list it sounds like it's a celebratory meal. Mess, so it's sort of We've reached Lydney Junction. Where the Tanglot locomotive will be taken off the front of the train and run round to the other end of the train so that he can go back up to Park End. There's a track work gang hard at work here today. Lydney Junction also seems to be a storage point for a large number of old locomotives, diesel, carriages, trucks and various other things. Plus, there would appear to be some modern equipment, must be part of the National Rail Network, because of course this is a semi-interchange with the National Rail Network, a five or ten minute walk away. At one end of the train there is a very, very upmarket first class saloon which can be reserved by people who've got special events taking place and today it's been reserved from 12.07 to 13.49 so that must be for one round trip. It's a beautiful carriage as you can see from the photographs. The queue that you can see outside the little shelter just down the platform is for probably the most popular amenity on the station, the toilet. Well, actually, that's slightly unfair. There is a disabled toilet as well, but it's the toilet that people feel that they should be using quite a queue. After we arrived at Lydney Junction, I walked with some friends down to the Severn Estuary and enjoyed the fantastic views across the Severn and on down to the current Severn Bridges. Sadly, we'd had the best of the day, and by the time of our return journey, cold, persistent rain had set in. Lidney Junction Station was reopened by the Dean Forest Railway in May 1995. The station has been rebuilt with an island platform configuration, as the original station on this site served the Seven and Wye railway routes from Lidney along the branch line to Cinderford and Lidbrook Junction, and there were two separate platforms. A further two platforms are also located on the main Gloucester to Newport main line and in its heyday, these were separated from the S&W platforms by extensive sidings, with the transfer between the two by way of a long footbridge. Lydney Junction also boasted a locomotive shed and another short branch line crossing the main Gloucester line, which headed into Lydney Docks. Freight traffic remained in operation until 1975, this being ballast produced at Whitecliffe Quarry in Colford. Ownership of the remains of the branch line then passed to the Dean Forest Railway shortly afterwards. To the west of the station, the Dean Forest Railway has established a diesel locomotive depot on the site of the former branch to Lydney docks, and further sidings are due to be installed opposite the depot to house track maintenance equipment and rolling stock. The signal box here at Lydney Junction station was originally located at Haysham in Lancashire and was moved and rebuilt at Lydney Junction just prior to the restoration of passenger train services in 1995. To the east of the station are extensive sidings used to store rolling stock which is awaiting funds and volunteers to restore it to working order. And the Dean Forest Railway also has a connection to the Network Rail owned main line, which allows maintenance equipment to visit the Dean Forest Railway when required. In addition, several charter trains have traversed the connection to visit the railway from various points of the country. On our return to Norchard, we visited the museum in the main building and learnt more about this railway. My thanks go to the staff of the Dean Forest Railway, the friendly forest line, for making this podcast possible. This podcast is published by the Mr T Podcast Studio.